0: All right, ready? I'm Meredith. I'm Elise. And And this is is your 20s. 20s. All right. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have a very special guest, and this is a very impromptu episode here today. But those are the best kind of episodes, I think. So um, today we have Bradley Kim. Say hi to the fans. We got two cameras, so. We'll be like going back and forth here Hi. but um just to kind of give a background a little bit on you i'll tell you'll i'll let you tell more about yourself but you are a full-time musician mm-hmm. with an angelic voice <laughs> okay so by she the lies. end of this by the end of this episode you guys are going to hear him sing so that'll be a big treat for you guys but great voice <laughs> we actually just met a couple minutes yeah. ago about 30 minutes ago and just yeah. kind of debriefed but <laughs> He actually came over to my house because he 's really good friends with my mom 's best friend Danielle, so shout out Danielle for making this happen. Um, he is also in the air force academy he 'll be a senior mm-hmm. um, on the football was a football player um, and then from seattle slash Hawaii mm-hmm. area and also a behavioral science major yeah so a lot a lot going on there so Um, just kind of I know I kind of did a debrief but tell me a little bit more about yourself
1: Um, well I'm the youngest of five siblings Um, like I said I'm from Seattle Washington I kind of grew up there and spent a lot of a lot of my childhood just there and uh, in the summers we go to Hawaii all the time that's where my extended family is Um, I played sports growing up like all my siblings played sports and whatnot and I always kind of gravitated towards football and I always told myself that I was gonna some go somewhere with football because it was kind of my passion in life um, and then one day I It was a uh, end of my junior year um, And this girl asked me to go to prom with her which is gonna be funny in a little bit But uh, <laughs> 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 um, So we have a ukulele at home and this girl's like really good at uh, like music and stuff She's like Beethoven on the piano um she does vocal jazz and stuff like that and uh she wanted me to go to prom with her and i don't know if if all of you guys have like the tradition where the guy has to ask a girl in some creative way or whatever but um i decided to learn how to y- play ukulele and sing to her and i had not ever sang before that and i sang to her i like they thought it was good when I did it. Looking back at it now, I was kind of trash at it, but I enjoyed it. So,
0: That is so, that's such a good way to ask someone. Like, if I could go back to high school and someone sang to me, like, <laughs> come on, you can't beat that. You can't beat that. So you were like, in that moment, you were like, wait, I'm kind of, I can I can hold a, a tune, a pitch. Oh,
2: not
0: so
1: much. It was all right. <laughs>
0: But you enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It It was a really fun process. So you didn't do choir, band, anything? No, I didn't. In high school? Nope. That was your first musical experience? Yep. Okay, once you guys hear his voice, you guys are going to be like, are you serious? She's lying. Are you kidding me? She's lying. So good. Um, Okay, so that's really cool. That was your junior year of high school? Yep. And then now, fast forward, um, I guess... Tell me a little bit about your music career since then, and mm-hmm. like what kind of started you. I know you have a partner in all of this. So I'll let you yeah. explain how you met him. Yeah. Um, and then where you are now with it.
1: Yeah. So, um, so my music career kind of started from there. I at the end of my junior year, I kind of made an Instagram account and posted a bunch of covers. Um, like like I said again, they were trash. When I <laughs> I thought they were good at the time, but they weren't. Um, which is kind of cool to look back and be like, oh, I was look how far I've come. But uh, I basically only did like covers and stuff like that for the next two or so years. Um, and then my freshman year at the Air Force Academy, I met who is now one of my best friends, Caleb Naylor, who I make and release all my music with right now.
2: Shout out.
1: Um, yeah, so we we met in a stairwell at the Air, Air Force Academy. He was just singing one day in the, in the stairwell and I was having a crappy day. So I just went up to him and was like, hey, can I just sit and listen to you? And he said, yeah, and he just sang and then Eventually it became a normal thing where we'd go out in the stairwell and just sing together. We were we were those guys but uh yeah, that's how our great friendship and like uh, working relationship was established and from there I Think it was either December or January. He kind of got into production He bought like a bunch of equipment and whatnot and then we kind of started playing around with producing rather than just singing covers and like maybe writing a few acoustic songs here and there Um, and then it was last summer almost a year ago today it was I think it was July 23rd that was the the when I released my first single the middle um, last summer and then from there we basically just we found out we could work and not be in the same place Um, zoom is a great thing we use we use zoom to do like uh, co-writes and then we produce them together like we'll send stuff back and forth to each other which is really cool and Honestly, the quarantine has been a blessing in disguise because it's given me a lot of time to just write and make a lot of stuff and send it to him. And we've, I think we've put out three songs since quarantine, which doesn't sound like a lot, no, but it kind of is. A
0: song (laughs) takes so much. I don't think people realize you don't just sit down and write a song and release it the next day. Like, yeah. production is real. Mixing, mastering, coming up with lyrics, it's a whole process. That's Three songs, that's a lot. That's yeah, awesome. It
1: takes a long time. And then we have, like, I think three or four others in the works. I got one coming out next Wednesday. That one's actually with another friend of mine, Drew. I actually met Drew through Caleb as well. So nice. everything I do is through Caleb, I guess. <laughs>
0: Shout out, Caleb. I love it. I want to meet Caleb now. Is he in Indy?
1: Uh, no, he's in oh. California. He's stationed oh. at Vandenberg, uh, which okay. is...
0: Just a hop and a step away. You yeah, know. pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. That's awesome, though. Yeah. And I think, like, especially, like, I, if this is, goes for anyone in their 20s, like, the time will come when you, like, meet the right person and yeah, sit absolutely. down and buckle down and work on your passions. Yeah. And, like, that's such a beautiful thing. Like, take advantage of that time when it comes. Yep. You know, like, I was t- telling Bradley before the episode, I'm kind of still, like, waiting for to meet a producer that has the same vision as mm-hmm. I do with music and where I want to go with it and that I mean that's going to be the like the biggest blessing in my life. And yeah. of course I've met amazing producers and amazing musicians who I've worked with but I have yet to find like a partner in that. Yeah. So that's that's beautiful that you yeah. guys have you know stuck it out and kept going with it for a whole year now like yeah. it's awesome. It's
1: kind of crazy too because I for a lot of different reasons, almost did not go to the Air Force Academy. One of them being music. And then there are other few ones, um, other kind of big reasons why I didn't want to go there. But in the end, I like made the decision. I was like, all right, I'm just I'm just gonna go. And then within the first few months I met Caleb and I was like, yeah, I'm really glad I came here.
0: That's awesome. Things yeah. happen for a reason. I yeah. believe that. I will believe that till the day I die. Like. Things happen for a reason,
1: got, for sure. Got Jeremiah 2911 tattooed. My there room. you go!
0: I don't know what that verse is, to be honest <laughs> I'm sure it has something to do with it.
1: Uh, yeah, it's, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper not to harm you, uh, plans to give you hope in the future, which I basically interpret as like, everything kind of happens for a reason. There's, mm-hmm. there's a greater plan through everything that happens yes. in your life. All the people you meet, all the things that happen to you, like, I believe that everything is happening for a reason. Yes. I
0: love it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome uh cool well okay this is kind of transition um this is like i didn't even know this before you walked in my house about yourself he was like he's like okay so something happened two years ago you know where my name was kind of known and i was like no way um what is it tell me i was like is it a good thing a bad thing he's like a good thing i was like okay you going to tell me? he's like, no, you can look it up online. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. It's kind of so, hard to explain. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is, you can't really just say that in a sentence. But uh, for those who don't know, Bradley became the first openly gay active football player in the Air Force Academy two years ago. So um, he came out on Instagram, mm-hmm. right? That was an Instagram mm-hmm. post and blew up on Twitter, Instagram, um, who was... Like all the news stations were hitting yeah. you up, and you said New York Times and stuff like that, or
1: yeah. So I don't. It, I made it on the Washington Post. Okay. I think I made it on. I'm pretty sure I made it on New York Times. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I made it on a. Bunch I saw
0: of, L.A. Times was, had an article. Yeah, well. I made it on a
1: bunch of big publications, um, which was kind of cool. And I got reached out to by Anderson Cooper and uh, Megan Kelly, and wow. a few other people that wanted to put me on a show and whatnot. But I turned them down at the time.
0: Yeah. So tell me, kind of like why. Well, first of all, what that process was like coming out, especially at the Air Force Academy. Um, Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, what the reaction was from your team and then why, I guess, you turned down those opportunities.
1: Yeah, so it was was kind of an interesting process. So I didn't actually come out to anybody until the end of my senior year, right before I was about to go to the Academy, which is one of the big reasons why I didn't want to go to the Academy, because I was so caught up in this idea that I couldn't be... I couldn't be a Division One football player and B-Gate at the same, same time. I couldn't be in the Air Force and B-Gate at the same time. Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of like they're not mutually exclusive. It, it took me time to kind of figure that out. Yes. Um, yeah. But through that process, through coming up to my parents and whatnot at the end of my senior year, I started to get a little bit more and a little bit more comfortable with who I was. And uh, I came up to a few close friends my freshman year at the academy, and I just kept on I guess as I kept on getting more and more comfortable, I kind of of took that momentum and ran with it, and uh, eventually by the end of my freshman year, everybody knew that, or all the people that I was really close to and like I wanted to know from me knew. So at that point, I was like, "All right, well, I'm going to do this." I'm. When I was growing up, I didn't have, like, I didn't really have a role model to look up to that was like an openly gay athlete. I wasn't, I couldn't like pinpoint anybody where I was like, "Yeah, I want to be like him," because. He's doing this that means I can do that I, I didn't really have that, so I kind of wanted to yeah. be that example to a lot of the the youth out there because I know there are plenty of closeted gay athletes out there that think I can't do this because I'm gay, which like I believed it too, but like it's it like you can do anything like it took me a really long time to figure that out, but you can I thought I had to be closeted I thought I had to be somebody I wasn't the, in order to play the my dream sport and and to live out my dream but I didn't and uh, it was a really cool experience and my team was very very accepting of it um, wow that's yeah.
0: amazing that just makes that's amazing
1: yeah so the way I did it is I first uh, went into my head coach's office and I sat down with him and I talked to him I told him all about what I what I wanted to do like what was on my mind um, we kind of had a little heart-to-heart And he was fully supporting me Um, he had my back through all of it and uh, from there uh, instead of like telling the entire team because I don't know if a lot of you know how like college football teams work but there there were like a hundred to 150 guys on our team which is a lot of guys and you don't actually get super close to all of them so it's not like yeah yeah so you're really close to your position group and I played defensive back at the Air Force Academy so probably about 30 guys and after a lift one day i just kind of gathered them all in our meeting room and i basically just told them up front like i'm gay i'm about to come out publicly i don't know like what's going to happen but like i just wanted to let you guys know and like believe it or not they actually started clapping wow i'll I'll always remember and they were they were really cool about it um a couple of them yeah a couple of them cracking jokes and whatever but it it was like it was really cool because it felt like a moment of acceptance, and I can point to that, like them making jokes and not being uncomfortable with it. Is just kind of like, it was a big thing for me to to feel like I wasn't like it, things weren't going to change, and they didn't at all, which was wow. really cool.
0: That's so brave of you to do. Like I, I'm really happy that reaction was the way it was, obviously. Yeah. And those are your teammates, so like that's how the reaction should have been. But mm-hmm. like it could have gone very different. Oh yeah, you know? it absolutely
1: could have gone a different way. And I like. I am the biggest, like, overthinker. I overanalyze and overthink everything. So I'm, mm-hmm. like, always thinking about the negatives and all the bad things that could happen for me doing anything. So right. for that to happen was just a very, like, I know, they always say it, like, huge weight off the shoulders. Yeah. And, and I
0: bet, like, you'll, you're always going to remember that moment, too. Yeah. Just, like, wow. Like, yeah. that's yeah. reassuring that you can be both and do both and yeah. play your dream sport and also be gay. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. That's amazing. And so you kind of talked to me a little bit before about how all these offers came up overnight. Your phone was blowing up, Mm -hmm. Twitter, everything, and you – obviously, that's overwhelming. Um, But I guess why did you turn down a bunch of interviews and, um, I guess, not articles, but what what else is being – offered to you? Just interviews or? Yeah.
1: So there are a lot of people reaching out to me wanting to like write articles about me and get quotes from me. Um, a few people reached out to me wanting to do podcasts. And then if, uh, Megan Kelly and Anderson Cooper asked me to be on the show, their respective shows to kind of come on and talk about my experience and whatnot. Um, my kind of whole thing with that was it was preseason. So it was like summer going into like fall camp and I did it for the for the purpose of, like, I wanted people out there to know that you can do this. Like, you can be an openly gay person and still play football. Right. So, that, like, I had already accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. And by doing more, I guess, I'm going to call it theatrics, I feel like I'm not really... I, it would kind of feel like I'm doing it for the attention, which is what I... Which was exactly what I'm not doing. Right. So, I didn't want to take attention away from the team. I didn't want to... Like I didn't want to do any of that kind of stuff. I had accomplished what I wanted to accomplish, and then I was. It was time for me to focus on the team, and wow. I wanted everything to be, for them.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Well, thank you for. I mean, telling your story and yeah. being so vulnerable. on here, I guess it's. It's been um, what two years? About two years. So. Yeah, July twenty
1: seventh, twenty eighteen was the was the day I came out.
0: Wow. So thank you for. Yeah. Because I I think I I might I whoa, I can't talk. I mean I totally <laughs> respect like that decision, and you know. Um, you accomplish your goal and stuff like that. But I also think, you know, part of your mission was to tell people when you were ready, you know, that they can do both and that message is so important for someone listening right now. So absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: And I feel more like a lot more comfortable and better talking about it now because, um, I don't know if i said this before, but, um, I had to stop playing football because of too many injuries. Um, I had shoulder surgery my freshman year. I tore some ligaments, some t- some tendons in my foot uh sophomore year and I just kind of decided like with that partnered with like the like 15 concussions I've probably had in my career. 15? I'm just spitballing. <laughs> Four official.
0: Oh my gosh. Football's no joke. I I've, yeah,
1: I've, <laughs> I've been hitting the noggin a few times.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Wow.
1: It doesn't show at all.
0: Yeah, you're like I'm fine.
1: Um really I'm really smart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're a behavioral science major, right? So, yeah. wow. That's a, I mean, whew. You were just like, all right, no more concussions. I bet your mom was like, no more. Yeah, no whoa. Well, no more concussions.
1: Yeah, I mean, that that side relief was definitely something my mom felt because she was always like, she was always the first one who was worried about me whenever it'd be like, I'm injured again. Yeah, she's <laughs>
0: like, oh, my son. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but okay, the kind of transition, um, Again, thank you for, you know, telling that story and that yeah. that what happened two years ago. Um, but looking towards the future mm-hmm. with this angelic voice of yours. So I kinda wanna get into um, you know, what made you release that song a year ago? It was called Middle or the, the middle. middle. The middle. Yeah. So where did I guess what is the middle? Um, what is it even about? And what was your process with releasing music? And were you working with Caleb at that yeah, time? Yeah. Okay. So this So tell me about the middle, the song.
1: Okay. Um <laughs> Where do I start? Um, So we wrote this, this was the the only song we actually wrote while we were in the same place, which is kind of funny. Um, So I was just visiting him in California. I spent some time in Los Angeles. I was just messing around and then drove up to where he lives in the kind of Santa Maria area. Um, And we basically were just like, yeah, let's make something. And we didn't really have a plan for what we were wanting to do with it after we had like finished it or whatever. Um, But I think we were like, yeah, like it'd be pretty cool to be on Spotify and Apple Music and stuff like that Like just to be able to look and be like, yeah, like I'm there and so um, From the technical standpoint, I think we just started I think he just came up with a chord progression and we kind of went from there and We were like what kind of vibe do we want to go with this and like we wanted to get kind of like a summary song That's like a, a chill a chill song. And so I wrote like the first half of it, I guess and then we kind of saw like a story developing from that. And we went from there. And basically the song, if you haven't heard it, um, definitely stream it because, Yeah,
0: go check that out.
1: Definitely stream it on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Music. That helps me. Um, but the song is actually about like you'll hear it and it'll be, it'll sound like, like two like a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, like two people singing to each other. But like we like to take songs and like put... I don't actually know how to explain this in a really clear way, but we basically take a story, we kind of put it on someone else. So kind of like, uh, I don't know what the word for that is.
0: Um, collab? Like, what are you?
1: Sorry, I don't English good. Um,
0: (laughs) Don't English good. Well,
1: I I don't English goodly. So it
0: was like, was it you were working with other artists? No, it was okay. okay. Just you two.
1: Sorry, I'm not explaining this very well. So.
0: It's hard to explain a music process, I totally get that.
1: Okay, so the song The Middle is about a person, it's about two people that live very far away from each other that okay. are like, they're kind of stuck in the middle, like they're like far away. Like, Got it. So like the, the chorus goes stuck in the middle a thousand miles ago till I reached the end. It's kind of like you're far away from the person, you still like love them and whatever, Got and, but it. like it, it's like life goes on even though you're far apart. Yeah. So it's kind of like our story of me and Caleb as friends Yes, me and Caleb are just friends, Um, and it's kind of, we're putting that story into, like, an actual, like, romantic relationship, but, like, from different perspectives, if that makes sense. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Okay. That does make sense. I'm not not sure. (laughs) No, that was good. That's awesome. That's a really cool um, song concept. I really like that. Yeah, it was fun. I guess, like, everyone's first song is important, you know? Like, that's, Mm. like, a big deal. You're releasing your art, you know, and your lyrics, and your being vulnerable and you're letting the world see, you yeah. know? So, um, I haven't even listened to that yet. I need to listen to it.
1: It's my most popular song right now. Oh yeah. Well, it has the most streams. Um, a song that I released last, it's July, two months ago, um, Broken Place, that one was uh, is definitely growing to be our biggest song. It's probably gonna pass the middle in just like a week or so. Okay. Um, Go check it out. So I don't know if you know how Spotify works, but like with the, their playlists and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but they have Spotify curated playlists and stuff that you mm-hmm. can submit to them when you submit the song, the the finished product. And so Broken Place that we released in May actually made it onto a Spotify curated playlist with like 900,000 followers, which is pretty cool. So like we get a bunch of streams every single day. So we nice. released it in May and it almost has, it's like, 500 streams shy of passing the middle wow and the middle has forever had a bunch more streams than any other song we put out That's so.
0: incredible. Yeah, I know yeah. I know about the whole like Spotify game type of thing like getting mm-hmm. on those playlists It's yep. huge. I have a lot of musician friends when like they get on a playlist They'll text me and be like I just got on this playlist. Yep. I'm like yeah, congrats. I'm proud of you. Yeah, that's awesome though Congrats. Thank you. Um, so I guess where do you want to see your music career go? um what are your goals in the near future, and then late 20s, like what do you want from doing music? Obviously it's your passion, mm-hmm. you always wanna do your passion. Always do what you're passionate about, okay? Um, but I guess what are some short-term go- goals and long-term goals?
1: Um, short-term goals, honestly I'm just, I just wanna keep putting out music, um, uh, for the short term I wanna be able to put out at least, if I had to put a number on it, like probably five or six more songs by the end of the year, hopefully. Um, okay. I think my end game with music, um, which I don't really, I guess I don't want to say end game, but like I just want to be able to continue doing music. Um, and if I can do that as a career, if I can do that full time and sustain like an actual living off of it, like that'd be the dream. Hell yeah. Um, but as long as I continue doing it throughout my life, like I, I don't see why, like I'll be happy doing whatever if I'm doing anything in music. Right. Um, but the next six years at the minimum will be occupied by the air force so once i graduate i'll commission as a second lieutenant and i will owe at least five years back so i'll wow. continue doing music while i do my career in the air force mm-hmm. um, i can do those both at the same time and then uh, once i decide to get out of the air force then i'll kind of fully dive into music if mm-hmm. it's st- still something that i want to pursue as a primary career I yeah
0: guess. that's awesome and i think that's really cool that you can do both mm-hmm. because I I'm so against the um idea that you have to have one career and one source of income and that's it and that's your yeah. life and no nah, fuck that like you can you can do whatever you want to do don't let adulting ever get in the way of what you're <laughs> passionate about like why like the, you have one life to live like why wouldn't you spend it doing things that you love to do yeah um so that's awesome that you are able to do both of that Thank so
2: you.
0: some advice I guess um you would give um uh First of all, what would you tell yourself a year ago about the person you are now and where you are musically with your career?
1: A year ago let's see I would tell myself to i think a year ago I was in a place where I like didn't really have a whole lot of direction as far as what I wanted to do with music um This was right before we released that song, so we were, like in the process of like just starting to make the song or whatever. Um, I think at that time I didn't know if I wanted to fully get into production, if I wanted to just focus on singing, do all of it, because I feel like at some point, I was just kind of like jack of all trades, master of none, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, I would tell myself to kind of like look inward and like see, do I see myself as a producer? Do I see myself as a singer songwriter? Do I see myself as this? And kind of focus in on one of those. Um, And overall just continuing to like work On, on like singing working on songwriting because like at the end of the day if you put out good music you're gonna get noticed so like for me personally I'm not gonna be if I make it onto any large-scale scene music wise it's not gonna be as a producer it's gonna be as a singer-songwriter
0: okay
1: Um, which is why I am NOT super concerned with learning how to like do the nitty gritty stuff like mixing and mastering and whatnot Mm -hmm. Um, so since i figured that out i'm kind of narrowing in on i need to continue to develop my voice i need to get better control I like i need like just the the little stuff
0: yeah like focusing
1: uh, focusing a lot on like just getting better at your craft Mm -hmm. and whatnot like if you're good you're good you'll get noticed that kind of thing yeah
0: and i think like with singing too we were kind of like joking how like if you don't sing every day Mm -hmm. at least once a day you lose so much technique and muscle memory of you know Um, like tone placement and stuff like that so just like any singer, songwriter out there, just keep singing. Like, I don't care if you're yep. in the grocery store, like Caleb was in the hallway, like that's how he got noticed by you. If yeah. he wasn't doing that, if he wasn't just singing, you guys would have never yeah. probably met. So yep. like, yeah, practice your craft every single day because that's how it's gonna get to where you wanna be. Definitely. Yeah. Um, okay, what would you tell someone who wants to, has a, a passion for music, but maybe they don't know how to play guitar, they don't know where to start, um, you didn't I think your story is very inspiring in this case because you didn't do music until you were yeah. what, 16 17 like you didn't even yeah, seventeen open 18. your voice to sing mm. um, Until that age so that just goes to show like you may have a hidden talent And how are you how are you gonna know if you're good at a, a something yeah. or not if you don't even try it? So uh, what would you tell someone who's just starting out in music? Um, and we're I mean we're both 21. So we're in our early 20s. We're still yeah. learning as we go, but Someone could be starting their music career at 26, 27 listening to this and being like, "You know what? I am, I've always been passionate about music, but I've never tried it." Mm-hmm. What would you tell them?
1: I'd basically tell them the same thing I just kind of I would tell myself. It's yeah. just like if you're really passionate about music, then like do the work, put in the time like it takes it takes a long time to get good at something and like y- Like you can't just practice guitar like once a week and expect to be able to learn how to play like crazy songs. You got to like You have to like actually set aside time every single day to to like work on it. You have to
0: even if it's like fifteen minutes. Like that's what I would say too. Absolutely, like Like, it doesn't matter the time limit. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I didn't know how to play guitar until two years ago. Really? Yeah. And I play guitar on all of our tracks.
0: See, I was gonna ask you that too. Like, you're really good at guitar as well. So, (laughs) like, (laughs) was it self-taught as well as vocals or?
1: Yeah. So, it was. Partially self-taught, and then Caleb taught me a lot too. He okay. taught me different like picking and uh, strumming styles. Okay. Because I uh, I initially played like I said I, I learned how to play ukulele when I was like seventeen, and so I knew like I was familiar with like gripping in the instrument like that, like placing my fingers on chords and whatnot. Um, but I didn't really like guitar is a lot different than ukulele because has six strings. And yeah. it's Like the the picking and the strumming style is very different. So like I like I said like I'm I knew how to do stuff like that, but I didn't know how to do that. So I taught myself a lot of that and then Caleb kind of filled in some of the gaps.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's so. I think it's so cool that you had the discipline to sit down and teach yourself one how to sing, <laughs> two how to, you know, do all of that with guitar. Like I that's how I know you're truly passionate about music, you know. Yeah. Cause some people they're like, It's cool, I'll learn how to do it, but then they it falls off and they're mm-hmm. just not but you stuck to it. Like that's yeah. amazing. whoo Alrighty. That was a really good, uh, all of it. I learned a lot from, about you, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, you're a wonderful musician, wonderful human being. Um, so thank you thank for you. being on the show. Oh, um, thank you. Will you sing for us a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Why not? Why not?
1: Is there anything specific you wanted to?
0: So you just came out with a song. Uh, <laughs> when was it released? Or It
1: was end of, end of June. It was like June 30th, I think. I came up with a song called I'm it's called I'm not into ladies. Hell yeah. <laughs> it was it was kind of funny how this one came about because uh we were we were in the middle of writing a song for like 2 months and we just kind of hit writer's block and like lost motivation for it. So we decided to start a new project as like kind of like a like to to bust like the rut that we were in. Mm. And like I just like jokingly sang into a song like was I was just singing to a track. I was like I'm not into, like, I'm not into ladies. Right. And then was like, wait, that sounded good. Record that. And I was like, oh, shoot. And it's then done. I did it.
0: And that's such a, like, if you if I'm scrolling on Spotify, like, that would stick out to uh-huh. me, you know what I mean? So, cool. All right, yeah. can, we, can we hear a little bit of it?
1: Yeah. I will play, yeah, I'll play like a minute or so. Or so. Let's see. 24 in
2: Santa Monica. Thought she had it figured out I was 18 Trying to keep my head on straight All I did was think Think, think I think she thinks I'm pretty I think she wants to kiss me Oh no But I'm not into ladies yeah. Gotta pack up, leave home I think I know how to feel I know that I'm used to my ends But I'm running through my head And I ain't got no plan But I know that shit probably doesn't make sense yeah. But I think it does But I think it does Cause I'm running through my head And I ain't got no plan But I know that shit probably doesn't make sense But I think it does Woo!
0: Do you guys know what I mean now about this <laughs> angelic voice right here? its I literally could listen to your voice all day. Like, I genuinely <laughs> think I could. Amazing! Alright, so we're gonna stop this episode so we can do a cover of something really fast. Because okay. <laughs> I really want to <laughs> sing with you, but... Um, no. Thank you again for yeah, Thank you being, for having me. Being on this and um sharing your story and I know that this is going to reach a lot of people and help thank a lot you. of people and your story is very inspiring. So, thank you. Thank you, Bradley, for being on the show. All right. So, without further ado, also a disclosure. Meredith is in Cincinnati. I should have said that at the yeah, very beginning. Yeah, where you at, Meredith? Where you at, Meredith? Got Bradley here. No, definitely you guys need to meet sometime cuz she's like She's my best friend, so obviously, yeah. you know, we'd all be cool. But, um, yeah, Meredith is in Cincinnati, and this is a very impromptu uh, episode. But she was like, go ahead, yeah. go do it, whatever. I'm like, cool, yeah. oh, love you. Um, all right, so without further ado, um, you may not, have, not your have your shit, shit figured, figured out, out but, but that's, that's okay. okay. This, this is, is your 20s. 20s. <laughs> hey, you killed that. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm d-
1: I got sores all over my hands from CrossFit. Oh,
0: got it. Yeah, he's also a big CrossFit guy, so... You know, don't mess with Bradley. Uh Uh-uh. (laughs) All righty. We will see you next week. Thank you all for tuning in so much. Um, Go ahead. Give us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all of that. It means a lot to us.
1: Follow me on Instagram. Oh, yes. Can we plug you? Hold (laughs) on, hold on,
0: hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm getting ahead of myself here. Listen, Bradley has a new song coming out. So by the time this episode is out, it'll already be streaming. What's it called? It's called Again. Again. So go get that, okay? You're missing out if you don't. And then follow, what's your Instagram?
1: At uh, Bradley K Kim.
0: Bradley K Kim. And Twitter as well?
1: Yep, same thing on Twitter.
0: Cool. Go follow him. Great content. Um, go listen to his angelic voice every single day. I know I I'll be doing that, so that's <laughs> that. Alrighty, um, thanks again, and we will see you next week. Bye! <laughs>